You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with me, as always, is our lead pastor, Chad Hunsberger. How's it going today? Man, doing great. Yeah, so we've got a special guest in the studio with us today. We sure do. All right. I'd love to tell you about him. Uh, this is Brian Crawford. Brian has been on the podcast once before. That's right, yeah. Uh, around this time last year, in fact. Um, we are in the midst of hosting the Timothy Project Conference, and uh, he has spoken uh, again at it this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Brian is pastor of City Light uh, Church in Vicksburg, and uh, just honestly just preached a sermon on the sinfulness of man that was convicting and powerful, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, Brian, thank you for being here and for taking time to uh, share share some thoughts with us today. Man, so glad to join you guys. Yeah. I'm excited excited to talk a little bit about some community engagement. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, before we jump into that topic of community engagement, um, we mentioned earlier when you were speaking that you were involved with the 242 Network. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of the 242 <laughs> Network. You give like maybe a 30-second just elevator pitch. Just Abs- to let us absolutely, know man. We'll be, yeah. we'll be delighted. Yeah. So 242 is a church planner's assessment mm-hmm. uh, training and uh brotherhood, so to speak, yeah. uh, where we pull planters from across the state uh, to train them up. Well, first assess them yeah. to determine church planting readiness um, and then train and equip them and get them ready to go out and plant. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an alumni from that program and uh, very much appreciate the work that was done to prepare me for the work yeah. of City Light Church. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, t- wonderful, wonderful program Absolutely. that I would love to see as many people, Absolutely. many prospective yes. church planners yes. out there getting involved in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm involved in it right now, like receiving the training from the cohort. And yeah, so really looking forward to being able to launch out myself. So. Absolutely. All right. Good stuff. So, so uh, as a part of church planning, it's actually part of the assessment is there's a community engagement piece to that, right? Um, so you're here for the pastor's conference. And so the, the audience earlier when you were preaching was uh, for people who are leading churches. But uh, for the Christ in All podcast, this is more of just the regular church member, right? That's that's our audience for this. And so right. um, what would you say then to just the normal church member? How can they do a good job of engaging their community? Yeah, I think it starts with the heart, yeah. uh, Matt. And so really... You know, when you look at when you look at several places in Scripture, you know Nehemiah, of course, being a place where there is um, there is mission that springs forth out, out of burden. Mm-hmm. And so you see in Nehemiah one, you see this conviction of what's happening um, in the city. The walls in ruin, the city is in ruin. Nehemiah has burden, yeah. tears, weeping, and then from that prayer out of that burden. And then sending, going out and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, in, I'm gonna invest in restoring my community." Um, you see a similar thing for us for City Light. It started with burden from John 17. Mm-hmm. You know, just reading over and over again the the the, the, the prayer, mm-hmm. the pre, the high priestly prayer, and hearing Jesus say that they shall know that you sent yeah. me based on how mm-hmm. they love one another, mm-hmm. based on this oneness, and then having a burden to say, "Lord, well, why can't we see that oneness in Vicksburg?" And so out of that oneness, there was a, or, or out of that reading of the oneness, there was a burden that led to us being invested. And so I tell people all the time, you know, in our church, that in order, to, in order for us to actually engage our community rightly, mm-hmm. 
we first have to have burden for the community. And it starts, of course, with burden from God, mm-hmm. you know, wor- wanting to see worship. You know, Piper says it, uh, missions exist where worship doesn't. So starting starting with worship and out of that worship for God, we have we have a passion for the people that God loves. And then out of that passion for the people that God loves, now we want to reach them without gimmick. Right? Yeah, we're, not, yeah. we're, we're no longer looking to reach them out of gimmick. We're no longer looking to reach them out of uh, you know n- a notch on our belt or checking off a box. We're looking to reach them genuinely because we want to see God's love expressed right. in our community. Yeah. And so it has to start with burden first. Before you even get into the programmatics of it, the yeah. activity of it, mm-hmm. it has to start with burden. Okay. I think that's big to think, to, to remember that it's not gimmick. Because, man, I've heard it said this way before. Lots of people, I don't know who it said at first, but uh, what you win them with mm-hmm. is what you're winning them to. Absolutely. Right? And so, so if you're, you're trying to win them with the gospel, with the richness and the, the truth of love, uh, right, that, that propels us to that, not uh, the, even, even like you said, even thinking programmatically or whatever that thing is, uh, we're not... We're not thinking gimmick, and so uh, we are thinking the the burden. What is it that your community needs? Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, all communities need Christ. Yes, but th- there are particular needs that can be met in particular communities. And so, what is it that your community needs? So then you're looking to meet that. Well, you can't you can't just plop down and say, this is what I'm going to give you, Absolutely. too bad if you want it or not. Yeah. No, you're looking for those specific needs. So I think that burden is, is exactly right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would even um, add to that as you're moving from burden again, that being the foundation, then you're moving into the a sense of, I'm not coming here to play savior. I'm coming to participate in what my savior is doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I am in a community, this community has, the Lord is in this community. Right. He is doing work in this community, typically. And so the mistake would be for me to enter into a community that always already has some form of Christian expression and think that, well, that that Christian expression isn't useful. We're going to bring a real Christian expression here. Mm. Um, No, I want to I want to come in and I want to first ask, what is the Lord already doing Mm -hmm. and how can I partner and participate um, in what the Lord is doing and not simply come in to try to, you know, try to assume the role as savior? But come in and try to tell people and participate with what my Savior is doing. So that's that's another thing. And, and then and then one more thing I want to add before we you know open this up for a little bit more dialogue. One of the things because we actually have been thinking intentionally this summer, moving out of a kind of a you know uh, um, you know a season where we're indoors and away from yeah. everybody because of COVID. Now we're really for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. actually trying to get mm-hmm. back out. And so we have a number of different things lined up um, in our church for this summer in terms of neighborhood engagement. Okay. But one of the things that we have communicated, we've done a couple of prayer walks so far. Um, we got some cookouts lined up for, uh, for our community. I've tried to communicate from the very beginning that we are in this for the long haul. Yeah. Neighbors, because of a host of different reasons, our neighbors no longer trust the church as they once mm. did. The church in our context does not have the credibility of the days of old. And so if we think that we're just going to step out with instant credibility, mm-hmm. then we're going to probably be quickly disappointed. Yeah. And so what I've tried to communicate to our church is, listen, guys, we have to be here for the long haul. We mm-hmm. want to build trust. Yep. We want to build credibility. We want to build relationships. And the only way you can do that 
is by sticking That's with right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go out there and you say, okay, we're mm-hmm. going to do this thing, and then, oh, man, it wasn't a big uh, yeah. big turnout. It didn't pan out. You didn't out get like that the, immediate fruit, so that right. means that didn't work. Absolutely. So, so let's, let's yeah. go back in. You know, let's go mm-hmm. back in and stop doing mm-hmm. that. If that's if that's where we're going, then the only thing we're going to do is validate the 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 mistrust or the right. distrust mm-hmm. that already exactly. exists wow. in the community. Yeah. You know, and I think we expect what you just described for all those that we send to the foreign mission field. We 100%. when we mm-hmm. we literally just talked about this here at the conference, but we expect the long haul. Man, we, we, we talk about, hey, go read missionary biographies, and they're getting on a boat, and they're, they ain't seeing mom and dad ever again. Right? Absolutely. And so we, we see those people, and they're like, that's who we want to be sending out, and, and we expect them to be there for the long haul. And we would, we would shudder at the thought that some missionary would go somewhere and assume that they automatically have trust. Yeah. We would tell them as pastors and church and as friends, we would say, hey, like, you got to build their trust. you got to make sure you're mm-hmm. helping. Get to know and then yeah. we come in our own community, and we think <laughs> the exact opposite. Yeah. We, Absolutely. It's like this is not computing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and and I don't know what the the disconnect is, other than just humanity. Mm-hmm. But uh, we we have to think that way. Okay, we are here for the long haul. How can we how can we display that, show that, and uh, we can we got to be okay with what might appear like. Um, not it, not uh, success, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Well, that means yeah. we got to be okay with, hey, we did a, a we make up a thing, a block party, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be our engagement. We we really want to help with kids, or we mm-hmm. want to help with what? You say, okay, well, the first time there's five, mm-hmm. and and man, well, that was a flop. Guess we shouldn't do that anymore. It's like, well, hold on, mm-hmm. right. like m- maybe it was a flop, and maybe you didn't do it right or whatever, but. It is that reality of no, we're going to go back again and again yeah. and again and again, and turns out we're there every weekend, or turns Absolutely. out we're there every month, or whatever the commitment you made, and uh, that that the work of validation that that does, and so I would say to your question a little bit to the church member, one be patient, yeah, and two uh, be okay with lower numbers. Mm-hmm. In whatever engagement that is, and I would say, you do the work. Like we, as the pastors at this table, right? It's really easy. Um, our it can be easy for people to think that it's our job to do the work of evangelism, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not at your office. Right. I, I'm not in your workplace. I'm not. I'm not on your kids' baseball team. Right. I, I'm. I'm coaching my own kids' mm-hmm. baseball team, not your kids. So, right. uh, what? What is it? Where are the places you are that that are already in the community? Where you already yeah. are? We're not trying to create something new. You're already at the baseball park with your kid. You're already at PTA meeting. You're already at the you know insert thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I would say, be where you are, be there for a long time, mm-hmm. and that's where you're looking to establish relationships that are real relationships, but that you can weave mm-hmm. threads of the gospel into. Absolutely. Part of what you're saying is, you know, in terms of the lack of missional mindset when we think about what's happening domestically versus what we think about what's happening internationally, we don't have the same missionary mindset. And one of the other areas in which we don't extend that missionary mindset is learning 
our community. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Learning about our community, learning the history, learning the culture, because we are a melting pot. This country is a melting pot. One, uh, one side of the tracks has a culture. The other side mm-hmm. of the tracks has a culture. One block has a cu- culture. The other block has a culture. And so whatever context that you're in, whatever neighborhood that you're yep. in, you need to learn the story of that neighborhood, and you need to spend time with people in order to learn their yep. stories. And so as we're, we're, as we're going out into um, the community right now, another thing we've been communicating, obviously building trust, um, but also, we've told we've told um, you know um, all of our members as we go out. Listen, this is not just outreach, but this is recon. We are mm-hmm. learning, yeah. and so have an ear to your neighbor. Listen yeah. to their story. Invite them to share their story. Do more listening mm-hmm. than talking because we're trying to learn about them as well, mm-hmm. which also takes time. So yeah. it goes back to the goes back to the the waiting, you know, being patient yeah. and and playing this for the long haul versus looking for the immediate, you know, the immediate big yeah. numbers yeah. as well. So, okay. yeah, I think about that even in like uh, conversations I have with uh, people at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's not a lot of people at the gym that I've shared the gospel with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There there are a lot of people that I have communicated with that mm-hmm. we've talked about the workout, that we've talked about your kids, we've talked about what the job is, we talked about, and and I think in many ways it's it's not because I don't hope that they know the gospel, mm-hmm. right? And that sometimes a rightful desire for urgency uh, can can negate the fruitful plan of longevity Mm -hmm. and um so i i would say that like just an affirmation of that that work of patience doesn't mean never Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean never make the turn absolutely it doesn't in fact you should have a plan towards that but it does mean work diligently to actually establish relationship that is uh far more significant so then when you do express the gospel. It can be in terms that they understand because you've already done the recon. It can be in ways that make sense. Uh, It can be addressing issues that you've heard them talk about in their own family, Mm -hmm. at their own work, and and not just uh, like, uh, I don't know what word to use, but not just uh, made up circumstances. Mm -hmm. It can be actually addressing the ones that they have in their life. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you, you kind of hinted toward like some different things your church is doing, like some cookouts or mm-hmm. when you, you mentioned the block party yeah, earlier, Chad. Sure. Um, there, if there's somebody who was uh, looking at this and wanted to download this episode and were really just came here looking for those kinds of ideas, mm-hmm. would you su- start suggesting things like that? Or would you, again, point them back to what we've been talking about towards the contextualization, seeing, learning your community, seeing, yeah. Yeah, I'm, we, we are trying to, with every invite that we make, every ask that we make from our community, we are trying to connect it some way, somehow to relational building, mm-hmm. relationship building. So for example, we did um, an Easter egg hunt. We, we, yeah. we have strategically looked at some of the, some of the, some of the key areas and, and places yeah. around our neighborhood. Easter egg hunt. We said we're going to do it at the uh, at our playground right around the corner from our church. Before that Easter egg hunt, we did a neighborhood prayer walk um, and invite the Saturday before, where we knocked on doors, mm-hmm. yeah. invited, asked people how we can pray for them, invited them to the Easter egg hunt. Mother's Day, we're going to and, and of course on that Easter egg hunt card on the back of the card, invite to Easter service. Yeah. Same thing with Mother's Day. Got a card on one side, invite to Mother's Day service on the on the other side. 
invite to Mother's Day cookout where we're going to just have a celebration of uh, ladies um, on the Saturday before. Mm. And then the Saturday before that, we're going to walk the neighborhood, knock on doors, ask people, can we pray for them, and invite them to our Mother's yeah. Day cookout that's happening the Saturday before Mother's Day and our Mother's yeah. Day event. And so every single invite that we're making, we're trying to connect it to relationship building, right. and we're also trying to connect it to fellowship. Okay. We're not just inviting them to church and saying, hey, yeah, come to our service, come to our service, come to our service, but we're going out and saying, no, yeah. we want to come to you. Mm -hmm. We want to commune with you, fellowship with you, break bread with yeah. you, pray with you, um, and we're including all of that in our invites. And so that's what we're doing all summer long, yeah. and that's what we'll do You know, in, with every invite that mm -hmm. we make. We feel like we need to connect it to that in order to build credibility and build trust. Last thing I'll say, the what 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 you said, Chad, was super important in terms of credibility because, you know, in in, in the long haul and building these relationships, you know, when you think about when you think about the gospel, think about the gospel in a package, and you are the you are the package deliverer, you are the U, U, UPS guy that shows up, right? And if the UPS guy shows up and he doesn't have the brown on. The UPS guy shows up, he has a you know t-shirt on and the package looks a little greasy and mm -hmm. and he shows up and he knocks on the door. Do you expect people to open the door and say, hey, yeah, take give me the package? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, when you look at the gospel, the 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 way in which credibility was established was you saw signs and wonders, you saw works, mm. you saw loving deeds, you saw loving acts. And as those things were were done, then the message was like, oh, well, these these men must be true. These these women mm -hmm. that are that are yeah. sharing, these, this must be true. Look at their lives. Look at their look at look at how they operate. And so I I think the church sometimes can undermine the role that credibility plays in the gospel. Sometimes they're not rejecting the message, they're rejecting us. Yeah. And it's important for us to build credibility mm -hmm. so that when they hear us, they say, I trust you and I know that what you speak is true. And, and of course, then the message, they wrestle with the message, right? right. But if they don't even believe us, yeah. then it's going to be difficult to right. wrestle with the, the message. message. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. I yeah. appreciate that so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So anything else you want to The only thing I would say just as a church member, mm -hmm. right, you're looking for your own ways. Uh, yes, we are looking for ways in the church, but you're looking for your ways. So, yeah, like, again, just to highlight, Absolutely. like, you're looking for your stuff, like, where you're at with your people, where do, where do you exercise, where do you eat, where do you, your kids, like, let your kids be the connector. Absolutely. Man, if you don't know that, like, you should. Your kids and their 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 friends, parents, like, that is, the family is always a connection, so use that. Uh, but, but highlight that I think that's important for us to realize don't wait on your church, yeah. whether it's yeah. ours or to, to give you an opportunity right. and and like do it. Just and yeah, and we we want to do it too, but mm -hmm. but yeah, like you do it, and absolutely own it, absolutely. Yeah. That's Good. awesome. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Brian. It's a pleasure as always to have you uh, as a here at the conference and on the podcast yeah it's always such a blessing uh, that's going to wrap up this episode uh, we hope you have enjoyed it if you did please share it on social media give us a rating and review on your podcasting app and thank you for listening thank you for listening to the christ and all podcast a ministry of colonial heights baptist church in ridgeland mississippi together we glorify god by making disciples of all nations for more information please visit our website at colonialheights.org